0: Hello everyone, Caitlin here, I hope you're having a beautiful day so far, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, and welcome back to another episode of the Heart Headed Podcast. Thank you for joining me once again. Uh, before I get into the topic today, I I kind of have a, this feeling to just maybe sum up the last first few episodes of the podcast and tie a bow around them. I'm um, just, and then they make a bit more sense and there's a bit more flow. I do these podcasts when I feel like it. So I kind of just turn the mic on and talk. I have a little post-it in front of me whenever I get, I guess, an inspiration or um, something I feel like I want to share with you. And I do it that way because I, I, well, one, I don't want to forget it. And two, that's just how I've always kind of done things. I just, will kind of trust myself and run with it if I can um I don't really see the importance of focusing on the small things sweating the small things because I've done that in the past and have added time to things that I, I could have just done or you know been happy to go forward with um in the moment so yeah so you will hear the traffic you will hear the birds you might hear the the bird bugs um in Australia we have a amazing Um, amazingly dangerous uh, animals and wildlife including the bugs Um, so there's one currently hanging around my window it's about the size of a chestnut with some wings um, and it makes a very interesting sound too so yeah it I guess that part of when I say things like that as well is just because I know everyone (laughs) misses traveling too so you you know when you're with me in this time wherever you are listening to this you can kind of get a feel of being somewhere somewhere else from where you are if that serves you so yeah um so the last few episodes I spoke about like heavily about the mind and partially about the heart and I guess for a greater purpose to, for for me to do this is because and I've said it before like I, I want to save your life I want to save my life uh, using what I can doing what I can with what I have and you know, the world now, the way it is now, we are coming up to a year of lockdown, uh, when when the lockdown first started globally. And, you know, the world needs, people of the world need different things to what they did a year ago, to what they did six months ago. And so this podcast, like, life is just going to be dynamic. I'm going to try to bring up whatever Um, will help in the present time. And for me, the biggest thing I've noticed across all people is that, you know, we we feel like we lost control of something, of something, um, and it brings up a lot of emotion and a lot of reaction, and for example, you know, going going out to the movies or going out t- uh, to dinner or just traveling, and we never really had control of that in the first place, um, I think we just realized the privilege that we have, um, that's been temporarily taken away from us for the safety of everyone and but in saying that like those little things or those multiple things that we assume we've lost control of people have kind of acted like they've given up control of everything they've given up control of everything and are like when the government is like this then I can live my life or when this changes then I can be and have like what I want and to me that's very it's very backwards and the time now is is actually really prime for for the truth to come out for what people really want for them to even just say it for them to say it um because man and i'll i'll I'll, i'm trying to wrap up the other episodes but i i need to bring this up um we're, we're realizing a lot of things just do not work do not work on all levels of life for all people. Um, and these structures are breaking down now. They're breaking down. They need to be broken down. We need to be broken down before we can break through it and break free of it because we have been stacked with all these things that don't serve us. And, and we can't we can't fit through this change. We can't make this necessary change holding on to those things. So, so yeah, um, and especially on a you know emotional and psychological level everyone is impacted heavily 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 and that's kind of the domain that I would like to serve and to help because you know there's a reason why there's a rise in cancer and divorce and depression and greed in business it's all to do with how we communicate with each other and how we communicate with our mind and everything we do we do out of feeling we do out of feeling what would benefit us what makes us feel better and you know the modern war field there is still war but the biggest war field would be business would be business and to be successful in that there are ways that more than ever we know are not conducive to the health of the person committing those actions and the people that are impacted you know someone has to lose for someone else to win um, and it should it should never have been that way to begin with right and then you're seeing all these uh not notions but just excuse me of course these movements rising to bring to light and to cause change in um, aspects of our of our, our social climate that have been present for generations throughout history that have never been as exposed as they are now and calling on people to make a difference however with that rise you we are also experiencing just such intense desensitization for the care of other people right there's more things to ignore when more things come to light and that's another thing so one is, is people thinking they lost control and then giving up control to you know the systems or the um their environment and then the second one is the ignorance it's that um like one people will ignore it altogether and say it's not important to them um it's just common it's you know it has nothing to do with me right um and then there's people that are like i wish i could do something of course you can oh i wish i could do something like that helplessness um is almost an excuse um to to not go further and explore what you can do. Um and then yeah, the final one is there's nothing I can do. So like I care, it's sad, there's nothing I can do. Uh, when there is. If you see it outside of you, if you see that there's a possibility or you notice something is not right, of course there's something you can do. That's why you notice it, because you have the solution. You're part of sorry, you just burped. Um you're part of the solution. And people don't believe that, and I think it, it's it's totally because of how we've been conditioned. Um, you know, the creation of how do I say this? I'm pretty sure everyone is kind of familiar with the placebo effect of how you could, you know, it's it's everywhere as well with exercise, with diet, um, in relationships. If you do this or if you use this, uh. It, it'll bring about whatever you know outcome you want your desired outcome right when and actually doesn't do anything it you simply heal or create that out of the belief that it will right it's all you it's all you and uh, harry potter is coming to mind the liquid luck uh when when ron thought that he drank the liquid luck and he went out into the quidditch um quidditch match and they won super confident didn't harry didn't actually give it to him right he just told him or he just you know left the impression that would cause ron to presume that he had had indeed like taken something to make him (laughs) who he actually was the whole time right who he actually was the whole time so we've got and i want to say that because you've got that in the medical field you've got that in retail you've got that in business do this do this do this you need to be like that you need to have all these things to produce this outcome and really You just had to be you and believe that you were you, right? And then there's the nocebo effect, which is the opposite, right? Which is, and this one is super common. People don't realize how often they're doing this to themselves and to the people around them and in the world, right? It's the creation of of negative expectations through suggestion. So the fact that I could suggest to you that something could go wrong or something might be bad or it won't work out, that's already implanted something in your mind to look for that. and then therefore, if it's in your mind, you behave that way and produce that kind of result. right. So I think I've said this in the last ep- in a couple of episodes ago um, with the the commercials about suggested you know symptoms like yeah, okay, they sound like warnings, but you hear that enough um, that you you believe it and the body will will obey, right? It will it will believe that that okay this is how this is what you think you have this is what you think you are okay I'll I'll produce that I'll make that possible for you right and I just want to use another example like I'm in a lot of uh what is it called um, groups women's women's empowerment groups women's support groups um, coaching groups uh, around the world thousands and thousands of members and it's a place for them to also quote unquote vent. Um, And even just the language that I see in there, you know, oh, my partner said this to me, what the hell, like, what should I do, blah, 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 blah. And you'll get maybe, I want to say maybe 10% of the responses um, that will say, like, can you please provide a bit more context? Like, there's nothing really that I can respond to or, you know, answer your question of, like, what to do or, or what does that mean, right? But straight away, you know, the people that are responding these women that are responding are just like that happened to me don't do that just leave him it means this it means that and then they throw out all these different possibilities right and and that's that's normal that's normal and and, and in in my mind as well that's kind of what some women are conditioned to do is to get they believe they're doing some research and and healing themselves or um releasing what they don't want by talking about it that way however what you get back is a whole bunch of theories and nothing that will really help you move forward unless you actually talk to the person in question or you know it's different when people are like oh this is the situation and I feel a little sad could someone you know say something that is, is supportive right as opposed to how do I make sense of this with all of you not being present and not being aware of what's actually going on, not knowing who I am, not knowing the situation. Tell me what to do. Um, that's, I, I don't think that's healthy. Um, but it's so common. There was a point maybe when I was a teenager where I was experiencing that in high school. And I remember just being straight with, with people. I'm just like, why don't you just talk to them? Like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> uh, I can tell you that you are totally capable of handling this and, if this is what you want and it doesn't align with what that person wants, then be okay to let it go or, you know, work it out. You could ask these kind of questions, but I'm not going to give you what I think could or couldn't happen because um, you will only find that by talking to that actual person. Right. And if if you favor more being in this kind of mentality or being in this position where you have a bit of drama, then it's not really about them. It's just about you. um, but yeah, I'll get into that in another episode. It's just, it's common. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just, it's stalling. It's a stalling type of, it stalls communication. It stalls the development of relationships. It takes your energy from the things that are actually important to you. And it's been taught and conditioned and just, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not helpful um so in saying that i i i want to offer support and i want to help and i'm not here to tell you what to do or what not to do but just there are other options that's it i just want to add to what you already already know um or, or what you already believe in um maybe that will you know support you further so yeah and and where am i i'm yeah so everyone's model of the world is different, everyone's experience and frame of the world is different. So I will kind of start a bit more high chunk like big picture uh because what is it today? It is the it's International Women's Day. And I think at the time of this posting it will be, you know, happy International Women's Day to everyone on the plus side of Greenwich meantime, I guess. Um, and I would love to do uh, a series, like the next few episodes will focus on on women and femininity. Um, and to do that, I will have to kind of frame the world that we're in now. So I'm going to start with something that everyone kind of has a exposure to, so it can be a bit more relatable. And for me, it would be, how do I say this? I call it modern possession. And I'll get to that, like, a little bit deeper. Um, As you can see, like, I prefer to go deep than wide. I just go straight into it, no matter who you are. Um, Take it for what it is. Come back when you're ready to hear it. And I think this starts, this modern possession starts with make-believe importance. The make-believe importance of education, of government, of religion, of men versus women of black versus white like all these kind of things right they're 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 in there make-believe importance like things have been have been kind of twisted and branched out to on purpose um to distract or to delay or just to manipulate manipulate people right and we've advanced as humans for since the beginning of time and it's kind of even though technology has advanced it's almost overtaking us and with the amount of people in the world you would think that we'd come up with a better solution or a better way of interacting with each other there's no more division than there has been now and again going back to your word is law that all started with disagreement right it just two people had two different thoughts and didn't know how to make life work together or didn't explore the options of making that work together, so then it's win-win. And then that turned into two families, two cities, you know, two states, two countries, to the point that now it's not even just two. Everyone is against each other on something. And that all started with a word, which then leads to actions that, you know, in the most extreme case, end life. And um, I feel like the distractions, for me anyway, that I notice are... you know just the expectations when i say education i just mean the the pressure to keep keep being in that system before believing that you can live your life or the life that you want um and being someone who you know has has done has studied a, you know number a number of disciplines in a number of universities over a decade and just enjoying that experience for what it is and of course, I have a goal and my goal, ultimate goal is to serve. How I serve in the world, I don't think is limited to just one one thing, to one industry. It's it's the division, right? The diversity um, to the point that there's no unity or no acceptance of diversity. That's really dangerous. And in terms of education, especially, and I'm not saying like I love my Filipino culture and this is not just it's not just limited to, to us, um, just the amount of times, like, I've been told, like, what about your school, why are you traveling, what about your school, you know, why are you, why are you working so much, what about your school, and I'm like, what about it, it's still going to be there, like, one i you know, I, I want to travel, I want to go see my family overseas, I want to, you know, I want to do all these other things, and, and that's how it always, it was for me is the experience with people and the experience of the world. Uh, I am wasn't into branded things then, like I worked in fashion, but even then I was just like, I have no interest, like clothes are clothes, they fulfill a need, they keep me warm. Um, They communicate that I can afford clothes. Like it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really matter what the pattern is or, um, you know, specific aesthetics. Um, I appreciate them, of course, as an art form uh, expression. I wouldn't have studied it if I didn't. Um, but when it I'm always after that big goal for me which is just what will develop me as a person and yeah just being met with that um and I would always say that you know traveling traveling is like a university of life so it was so is my faith as well um, my inner my inner world and and then even that like what is it to you that I that I'm not at school at this very moment you know I study online as well. I can go around the world and study, like how is that, you know, any less than than doing my four units on campus? And I'm not saying that it's not important. Of course, there are benefits. There is a direction in life that you can take. What I'm saying is the, the make believe pressure that you will not be or achieve or, you know, get anywhere without it. Right. And it it didn't it didn't really affect me until maybe when I started to get when I started to get sick. Right. But again, no, no SIBO, like you're not going to have a good life. You're not going to all this kind of like negativity. And then even when I was studying, like I didn't go to school for nursing and my co- you know, I have cousins that are nurses. Oh, a lot of my friends are nurses. My mom's a nurse aunties. Like that's it's it's quite natural for a lot of Filipinos to to be in that carer role they're you know that's they have the heart for it they have the experience for it um outside which is something really special and unique to Filipinos however that's not that's not who I am and it's not someone I ever thought I would be maybe one day like I would love to I would love to do that um not shutting the door on that but at the time like that's not who I was and that wasn't of a value like valuable to me and so therefore that means other people could treat me less, right? And then when you start to you start to um what is it called, take on their suggestions. And I know other people like a lot of my other friends would just like I don't hang out with those family members anymore because they talk to me like that. And I'm like, mm. for me like I I can put up with hearing it. I can deal with it, right? I'm not going to reject it because I know that person still loves me. It's just one opinion. It's just one opinion. Um but yeah, anyway, um same thing with your career you know you have to work really really hard to get this and then you retire at the end of at the end of how many years and get you know your time off like so i'm super lucky in that i have lived like a semi-retired life forever (laughs) i um even though i've worked two three jobs at a time and been studying and traveling and dedicated to my community and my church group um I've always found the time. There's always hours in the day to do uh, like, I guess, what is it? Self-care or express my hobbies and meet up with people and, and bond and travel and all these things, right? It just never, ever made sense to me that I can see the logic in that. Um, I just, why would I sit there and hope one day I get to do those things when I can just do those things now? i don't know especially when i got sick i was like i don't know if i'm gonna live through this i don't know how many years i have uh but i would like to do those things now in some way or some form like it doesn't have to be you know the first class flights and the five-star hotels or whichever like that's not yes that takes money and that takes time um but it's that kind of make-believe importance of you have to be busy and you have to work hard and have no time for anything else so then you can make time and make money for things that you want to <laughs> um, later. And that kind of make-believe is, is, it really gets to me um, as well. And people are happy to do that. You know, we always need something. We're, we're creative beings. We always need something to do. We always need a task. Um, but it's just that kind of dichotomy of one or the other now or later um when we could you know we could do that we could do that um if if we believe we can right nocebo placebo again and you know it served a purpose before like i remember my gr- my grandfather um worked in the same job like his whole life his whole life but in saying that he owned numerous properties he traveled the world he had a massive family you know, it, it wasn't when he retired that that kind of happened. It happened with each day, with each day. And so for that to change now, especially, you know, this generation, like I'm not even 30 yet, but those who are younger than me and I see this, the mental strain that they're trying, that they've, they're trying to fit into, right? So then they can have the life that has been, that is being, you know, fed to them as the life it's breaking them down. It's breaking them down. It's cutting them in half. And, and I'll explain that later as well. Um, because there's another thing that I also want to, I guess, you know, education, um, the world of work, and even just, and I know this might, uh, this might be a sensitive area for some people, um, but, you know, just sales, sales and retail in general, particularly body image and self-image. Um, and this is where I, I'll kind of blend into the topic of like modern possession, right? For you to do anything, um, you have to, you have to believe something, right? What belief causes you to act the way that you do, right? Someone who's really shy might have a belief that they will not be heard, right? Or someone who is, yeah, very guarded and very aggressive might believe that they are threatened, like to protect themselves, and, and the other the other side of it, you know, someone who is very confident, um, or very you know, progressing well at, at work in terms of performance, is they believe that they can, they believe that they can, and they use what they have. And so when it comes to sales and and retail, I just want to focus. This is probably the most extreme example I can use, and I don't mean this to offend anyone. Um, but for example, um, like plastic and cosmetic surgery right? Um. It's it's awesome in that, you know, you might or some people might um, become disfigured or um, certain, you know, surgeries are, are quite invasive and they need that to help, I guess, put them, not put them back together, but there's a feeling, of course, there's a feeling that comes with your body changing and Again, we do everything out of feeling, so we don't want to f- there's certain emotions we want to avoid that you know maybe looking at a scar or missing a limb might cause a person to feel. And so maybe augmentation is probably a better word, and I, I want to say, in particular for women's bodies, um, right So we're born perfect. Our mind is already... Mm, what's the word? It's already programmed with perfect health. Should we learn how to command and direct um, our, you know, cells um, to to restore ourselves to perfect health? And so, for someone to, how do I say this? For someone to willingly inject and alter their perfect body, what do they need to believe first to do that? Right? What do they need to believe first about themselves to go to someone else to be changed to become who they want to be. Right? And it's the same thing for beauty and fashion industry. And deep down, like I, I really hope one day the world is headed that those things are not important because again they're make believe importance um to me. Right. And I mean that in the most respectful way. Um Right? For a woman to, to change the shape of her nose or the size of her breasts, to get a feeling that she, for her to feel okay and balanced within herself, something needs to be suggested, something needs to be implanted, something needs to be constantly, you know, what is it, repeating itself to this woman for her to accept and then take action um, accordingly, right? So to be told that, you know, you're okay, but you could be better or you'll feel better after this or you deserve, you deserve to have like the body that you want in comparison to what, right? She could have a year ago loved the body that she was in and then now all these flaws, all these imperfections change who I am, because i don't like it right i need this to change so that i can live my life i can get the respect that i deserve i can get the attention that i deserve right one things don't stay the same forever the body changes the mind changes the environment changes and to seek something outside of yourself to fulfill something inside of yourself that to me that's really extreme to me, that's really extreme. And for one, like you know, the separate issue of of pressuring women and the image, the image of their body. Oh, in my mind, I'm just like, who invented a mirror anyway? I'm pretty sure, you know, thousands of years ago, it it wasn't that big a deal, like, <laughs> right? And now it's if an eyebrow hair is out of line, like that says something. I've had someone comment on to me about that i'm a lazy person because i i missed like one plucking one hair on my right eyebrow right and i could take that to heart of course it kind of gives me more more data about that person i'm like oh okay so that's important to them you know that um (laughs) that fine detail is important to them and distinguishes me from them and therefore they have a you know a perception or a judgment about me because of that it doesn't bother me like that Hair's going to grow back anyway when I pull it out whatever um so yeah right it's just the amount of things in our life where we have been bombarded with information suggestion um noceboing all the way to believing that yes I need that to be who I am to begin with because you've convinced me that I'm not enough that I I won't be enough until I buy this product. My life won't be complete. It's just, there's just a total reversal of, of I, d- I don't know how this advances humanity in, in the slightest to, to make people believe that. Yes, those amputees, right? Yes, those people who are, who are in accidents, of course, but to take a perfectly functioning, beautiful human being and make them believe on the inside that they are not perfect or perfectly different. That's the kind of modern position I'm talking about, right? That you will accept the suggestion. That's not the truth. And if I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, use my, my faith in this as well. One of the 10 commandments in Christianity is to not bear false witness, right? It's to not lie. That particular commandment for me is the most broken because we break it within ourselves as well. Right? you are made perfect. You're made in the image and likeness of God. You have processes to go back to perfection in terms of confession, in terms of you know reconciliation, for you know just asking forgiveness, making amends, you know increasing your level of of spirituality and practices to keep you, um, you know, to remove what doesn't serve you, and to continue being an amazing human being and thriving. Right, but the second we say this person is like that, this person's an idiot, or I'm not good enough, or whichever, like you know, there's so many extremes that we can use the, all those self-judgments, which are not the truth. That's a lie. You are bearing false witness. You're bearing false witness to yourself. You're bearing false witness to that person. You are speaking those words and creating these lies, and eff- effectively, on an energetic physical level, putting that out into the world. Right. And I've, sp- I've spoken about this before, um, in another video. Um, Oh, I'll, 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 save it for when, when the name actually pops up, um, in my mind, but, um, yeah, your words, your words are powerful. Your words are powerful and, you know, someone could be taunted the whole of their life and not agree with what's being suggested, but it's at that point where they're like i'm not good enough i need this surgery i need this product i need this job i need this education i need this relationship i need this drug i need whatever that it then like it changes life and it changes the world it changes the world and then you are manipulated and controlled and maneuvered into a life that serves something something darker yet you believe that it was your decision right and this is why I want to help you protect your mind, and if there's anything that I have said to you that you do not agree with or you think is painful for you again, like my last episode, it doesn't apply to me, delete that reject that, cancel that if there's anything I say to you, please I'm trying to do my best to not to not nocebo no, you no I want to placebo you into believing that yes, of course you can, of course you can, you are possible, and you deserve you know you to create the life that you want and you will get there um so erase anything you can command yourself that too. Once you've heard it, you can undo it. Um, if there's anything that I'm saying to protect yourself, protect yourself because you're precious. Um, but yeah, so the make believe importance and then accepting that I need that to be whole and complete and who I already was to begin with. (laughs) I already was to begin with, um, and becoming too busy to care about others, you know it's and then using using the time and the energy to bear false witness and to trespass another person which is to break through their defenses break through their truths and their beliefs to inject something that is not real that is not real so i hope some of this if any of it is making sense to you um but i hope more than anything yeah it's just there's so many things that are suppressed that need to be in the world that need to be released that need to be expressed and they're being suppressed by so many so many lies and so many actions that are not um that are not good for the person on a daily level and then can through the neurology and through the impact on the heart they manifest into physical you know they manifest into cancer they manifest in to depression that's that's why all this stuff is rising because it started in the mind i would love to rid the hospitals of people or like you know no one have to go go in because they're happy and content with their lives of course that's a big you know that's pretty ambitious but hey if it if you don't have to see a counselor and you don't have to get surgery because you can self-heal and not even just self-heal like you don't you don't get hurt to begin with because you know how to how to you know how to flex your mind and your body and your heart the right way i feel like that's totally worth totally worth working for and striving for because what we've experienced in the past remember we can't go back because it'll bring us back here and there's there's no one that wants to be here in this way right so we're always becoming let's become better let's not become worse and i guess in closing everything that i've told you whether it makes sense now or not um, again like if i've offended anyone i'm sorry if i've triggered anyone i'm sorry i hope my intentions are clear and I'm just very passionate of about life and this if I if I could have this conversation with you one-on-one of course I would right in in terms of your context and your space so that's why I do coaching too but this I, I can't ignore this I can't ignore these things and not say them and so I'm just I'm doing, being as flexible as I can using the tools that I can the time that I have and you know, reach out to me as well. I totally welcome that. Um, let me know where your heart's at and where your heart's headed. If anything, um, I appreciate, and I want to say thank you for like listening thus far and sticking around with me. Um, because I am, yeah, I'm going through, you know, my own whirlwind of (laughs) life changing events and, this is this is incredibly therapeutic for me, and um, it's saving me too, right? The words that I tell you, I hear from myself, and that's also why I don't prepare notes because I just kind of want to go with the flow, go with the inspiration, and and be like you too. That's listening. I'm I'm listening to myself too, and and taking these things in. So yeah, um, I hope you have a beautiful day. This episode, ooh, who do I want to dedicate this episode to? Um, I want to say my best friend, one of my best friends, um, CJ. And which CJ? I have like four or five friends that are, are have the name CJ, so I'll let them figure it out. Um, but for for allowing me to have these kind of conversations with him um throughout the years right this is this doesn't scare me like talking to people talking out loud um because i've been doing it for for a while and however (laughs) not many people of course stick around to hear or to be you know part of part of the conversation and cj has always allowed even if he disagreed even if it made no sense <laughs> just always made the time to to kind of be there and and understand that this is this is how I am this is how I recharge this is how I get my energy and how I connect with people and you know I'm I've always been that kind of person that I will treat it like if this is the last time I get to talk to you then I'm going to give you everything right I I don't want the last time you hear from me or see me um, to be something that I regret or that you regret and and that's why I, I write letters to people you know I I send text messages to people and sometimes they're random like even in my youth group I message them almost every day just things that inspire me messages of hope messages of faith um, because I feel like what I know you should know I feel like if this is important to me and it served me it might it might do that for you too. And, uh, and yeah, CJ has always, um, has always allowed me to receive that, right. Of all the hundreds and thousands of people I've met in my life. Uh, and then sometimes that's all you need. You just need the one person, um, to, to, to hold space for you. And, and it's a decision to like anyone could do it. And so the fact that CJ has chosen every day to do that for me, um, yeah totally appreciate and love you so much and allowing me helping me to grow seeing me for who i am and i see you too and i'm always going to be here for you and have these crazy kind of conversations and so yeah have a beautiful rest of your day remember that you matter everything you do matters thank you again for joining in with me and i will talk to you all soon bye